I really can't handle the COVID restrictions anymore. We have got to get back to normal. I, I can't deal with it. I went to the podcast. I mean, I went to the podcast. I'm doing the podcast. And I might be drinking too much already. I'm enjoying. My wife is gone and I've been drinking all week. I had to go to the post office. Dude said he went to the pod. Yeah. Hey, guy. I went to the podcast. I went to the post office today. And I haven't been to the... I mean, who goes to the post office? I haven't been to the post office in ages. I, I, I Who uses the mail? I don't mail anything. But I had to mail something out for my wife. She's gone. My wife's in Tennessee. She's gone for another, like, five more days. And I'm enjoying having a, a, a delicious beverage every single night. Nothing crazy. But my wife, she started a business, okay? For those of you that are, are, are on the stream, you're going to see this. She started a, a business. It's called Cheeky. There you go. Cheeky. Cheeky by Kaylee. So she, I needed to send out an order for her. And I had to go to the post office. And I haven't been to the post office in ages. And I get there and there's a sign. It says only six people inside. And you can't, but you, here's the thing. You could, I couldn't see inside. I couldn't see the F inside, so I didn't know if there were six people. So I'm I'm like side to side, and then I go in, and there's more than six people, and I get yelled at. You can't come in here. There has to be less than six people. Well, I can't see inside the building. I had to come in to look to see how many fucking people were in there. Fine. What I, 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 I don't care. I will go. I will wait outside. I don't care. I, I'm so sick of COVID. Whatever. I go outside. Finally, I get to come inside. And they've got one. This Listen, the post office sucks so bad. They've got one person working. One. One person. No wonder there's a line a mile long outside. Fine. Whatever. It, this is the federal government. This, one, the, this is the post office is owned, right, and operated by the federal government. The very government that's so scared, it's the very government that's so scared of COVID. Everybody needs to be protected. All businesses need to be shut down. The world needs to stop. At the kiosk or, or where you go up to the counter, bro, they, they, had, a, they, they had a shower curtain. There was a shower curtain. It was a shower. They're, they're, I'm dying. It was a shower curtain. The thing that separated you from them that, you know, the, you know how like some restaurants have the plastic divider? Well, the post office, the U.S. post office has a shower curtain. I was dying. I, I, I honestly, and, and, and on the bottom, it had the little magnets. <laughs> I couldn't even, I asked the lady, I go, was this a shower curtain? The look on her face was like, fuck you. Literally, her look was like, fuck you. <laughs> this is the federal government. This is the best you guys can do? You guys got to, yeah, the, the shower curtain's going to really. Uh, I just wanted to pull it down and say, is this a joke? Here, here, take my meal. And, and, my, and it's already prepackaged. It's already pre-labeled. You print it out. You put the thing on. Just boop the thing so I can leave. I, we have to get back to normal. I can't, um... I can't deal with it. Yeah, I went to the hospital uh, yesterday. My, my uncle had, um, and, and he's doing fine. My uncle had open heart surgery today. He's okay. He had a bypass. Uncle Ralph is well. So he's going to be okay. But I left the parking garage and I forgot my mask and I was so frustrated. I had to walk all the way back, all the way up the stairs to get my mask. And of course, me being an idiot, 
when, you know, I walk into the hospital, they have a ton of masks. They're like, yeah, you, you need a mask. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I walked all the way back. But I do it all the time at the store, at Market Basket, wherever I am. It's, I'm just sick of it. Sick. I, I just, please, we need to get back to normal. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. I do the podcast in my basement. I'm over in my wife's little area having a, a delicious beverage while she's gone. I do it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. I do it on Facebook. I do it on Instagram. You can click the bell if you're on Facebook. Like my page. Follow my page. Someone printing something? Uh, something's about to print. I have no idea what that is. So Instagram. I'm also on uh, Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I post it on a podcast platform so you can listen to it on your ride to work or on your ride home or whenever you're on the toilet and you're dropping one and you're like, you're thinking about a shit and the shit makes you think about me, put it on. Uh, speaking of that, I don't have any toilet paper. We got to talk about that. It's one of those uh, problems, right? No, no, no wife, no, no food shopping, no TP. What do you guys do? All right. So, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. Share it with someone. That's all I ask. Text it to somebody. Share a link. Share this feed right right now. Share the feed. Do it. Share it. So, my wife's gone, and I don't have any toilet paper, and I've been, I've been using uh, paper towel rolls, and bro, they, they clog up the toilet. You gotta rip them up. I'm just, here's a little hint. You gotta... If you if you're out of TP and you you know you don't remember to go get it because your wife ain't around to buy it for you, I've been using paper towel, uh, you know the roll the bounty or whatever. I mean it's not bounty, it's the Moolah's market basket, bro. So just rip it up. You got to make it thinner. Rip it up, rip it up. Then you can flush it fine. The first time I did it didn't work out too well. All right, couple things I want to get to. Then I I want to talk about the police and this unfortunate situation that's happening or that happened. In Colorado, yeah, it's not Colorado, it's Columbus, Ohio. That happened in Columbus, Ohio. And I want to get into this because we, we need to start supporting the police before they stop helping us. We need to start backing police officers before they just do nothing. Before I get to that, because we're talking about the coronavirus, the, the 70 or 67% of Americans, according to a new study, 67% of Americans plan on traveling this summer. They're doing it. That's it. America is sick and tired of Corona, they, uh, of, of COVID. They want to get back to being normal. And according to this new poll, people are ready. They're getting back. They're going to travel. So travel's coming. Summer traveling is going to happen. People want to enjoy the summer, and they should. They should. I think America should be open up. Open America up. 200. Today, Joe Biden, the great the great and powerful wizard of America, was bragging about how 200... A uh, million vaccinations, uh, ha- shots have been have been put out. Well, then I, I think we're ready. Let, let's get back. The, the vaccine is supposed to keep people from getting the coronavirus. Two, 200 million have been put out. By the way, never, ever, ever gives Donald Trump any credit for getting a vaccine done in less than a year. Never gives him any credit. It's just it, it, like they should. I can't stand that shit. They should at least credit the man with helping create the vaccination. All right, so anyways, people are ready to get back. And one little side note. Oh, you know what? We should do this. You know what? I'll save it for tomorrow. What are the most caffeinated, caffeinated states? What states 
drink the most caffeine. You guys will be shocked by it. The number one state that drinks the most caffeine, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know what? Maybe I'll pay it off at the end. I was blown away by it. And here's a hint. It's not Massachusetts. And I thought for sure Massachusetts would be the number one. And, uh, bro, you can't even move in Massachusetts. Everybody's got their donkeys. Everyone's got caffeine. I don't, I don't drink coffee. I do, a, I do a five hour energy. It's got tons of caffeine in it. Tons. It's loaded with caffeine, bro. That, that, you'll be like, Bruh! all right. Here's the scenario a 15 year old girl was shot and killed by a police officer in Columbus, Ohio. There is footage, the, the body cam footage of what happened. There's about 10 seconds of it that was released. The way it goes down is the second the cop gets there, he can already see that it's a chaotic... You have to watch the footage. He can already see that it's a chaotic situation. He's coming out. He, he's, you can hear him, whoa, 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 whoa. He notices as he gets up close that there is a girl, 15-year-old girl, that has a knife. She takes a swing at trying to stab somebody. The cop says, get down, get down, get down, get... He, now he has his gun. Get down, get down, get down. The girl is away from the police officer now, way out of his reach. She's got the knife... You can see it in the video. She has her arm pulling back. She is ready to stab this other person that's in pink. She's going to knife her. It's over. See you later. And the cop has no other choice. None. You could tell by the video. What else was he supposed to do? Someone else's kid was going to get stabbed to death. He had no choice. He had to think quick. She attempted to kill someone with the knife. That, that person fell over. It didn't happen. She ran over to the other person while the cops got his gun pulled. Get down, get down, get down. She's not paying attention. She's Or whatever it is, she goes to stab the other girl. The cop puts her down. It's a tragic situation. Tragic. I can't imagine what it would be like to have my 15-year-old kid killed. I can't even imagine. I don't know how we would deal with it. But I don't really, this isn't the conversation that I'm trying to have. I, I just, I want people to understand that I'm sympathetic. I can't imagine my, my, my child being shot to death. I would be upset. I would be angry. I would be pissed. I'd be angry at my kid. I'd be, ah, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you trying to stab people? What happened? What went down? We don't know all the facts yet, so I don't want to uh, speculate as to why she had a knife and why she was trying to kill people. I can't, I can't even wrap my head around it. But what else is the police officer supposed to do? Now, I want you to imagine he does nothing. The cop does nothing. Nada. And now this body cam of him coming out, talking. Hey, calm down, get down, get down. The first girl gets, the first girl doesn't get stabbed. She falls out of the way. Now the, the 15 year old with the gun, with the knife turns, runs at another girl. Let's say the cop does nothing. He does nada. And the girl, ta, 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 stabs this other person up, kills her. What would the news story be? Everybody would be vilifying the cop for not taking action. Everybody would be all over the police officer. Damned if you do and damned if you don't. You'd be all over them. All up in a stink. The mom for the kid that got killed, that got stabbed, would be going bonkers. I can't believe the police didn't do anything. He was right there. He should have shot her. They'd be demanding. For this police officer's head if he did nothing. And he took action. And if he didn't take action, somebody else's kid would have got killed. Someone else's kid would have been killed. As a father of two kids, 
I would be, I would be distraught to lose one of my children. Distraught. But if I watched the body cam and I saw my son or my daughter with a knife ready to lethally kill someone, I would understand. I would be upset. I would be angry. I would be pissed. I would want, I would, anything. I, I, ah! It's your baby. But 15 years old or 40 years old, you make big boy decisions that have big boy consequences. If you're going to wield a knife and you're going to lunge at somebody and you're not going to listen to a police officer, he tells you to get down, get the fuck down. Don't, what are you doing? The cops nowhere near the girl that's up against the white car. If he doesn't take action, the girl, the other person is dead. I don't know. I think it was a girl. She's dead. She's gone. She's getting knifed. And I get it. Everybody's like, well, they could have done something else. Why did they have to use lethal? Why did the cop have to use lethal action? He wasn't close enough to take her down. He didn't have his taser in his hand. He had his gun. Why wouldn't he have his gun in his hand? He's walking into a situation where someone's got a knife. He doesn't want to get fucking stabbed. And it happened like this. Boom, 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 boom. It was quick. The second he was out of his car, he ran over there. When he ran over there, the girl makes a swipe with the knife. He's like, boom, he's got to get his gun out immediately. This is fucking deadly. You guys aren't in deadly situations. He's in deadly, a deadly situation. And there's another person that's about to get killed. He had no choice. No choice. It's awful. It's tragic. A 15, no one should die. No one should be shot to death. Nobody. And I'm not saying they should be. And I, I don't... And I'm not even saying that, the, that, that what happened is, is... I don't want to say justified. I, I don't know the word. It's awful. But the police officer had no other choice. And if we continue to demonize police officers for doing their job, it's going to make them second guess. Two things will happen. They will second guess... And when they second guess, it's too late. If that cop had second guessed, the other person would have got stabbed. The other person would have got a knife in their gut if he had second guessed. Or worse, the next one is worse. They won't do anything at all. They will do nothing. They will be afraid to engage. They will be afraid to take action. They're not going to put their life... They're not. Listen, this cop's not jumping in front of a knife for anybody. He's not going to. Do you understand? He wants to go home. He would like to come home to his kids too. And then you have people on social media and the liberal media immediately attacking this police officer. Even after watching the video, they still go after him. I don't even want to make this about what happened. And, and, and watch the video. But what happened in Columbus, I don't even want to make this conversation about it. What I want to try to stress to you people, you have to understand we got to lay off the law enforcement. You have to chill. They're not going to want to do their jobs anymore. And I don't know about you. When I call the cops, I want them to come. And I want them to be ready to take action to save me, to save my daughter, my wife, my son. I don't want them to get here and second guess. If it's my kid that's up against the car and someone's swinging a knife, I want you to shoot that fucking person down. It's my kid. 
I want my family to be protected. I don't want a cop to have to go, oh. It's too late. It's over. It's done. Your kid's dead. It's over. It's too late. If they have to second guess, it's too late. And worse, if they do nothing, then it's over. Then it's, it's, we're, we've, we're done. If they do nothing, crime, crime will break loose. People won't worry. They're going to say, fuck it. The cops aren't going to do shit. We've got this. We're going to break into people's homes. We're going to stab people. We're going to hit people. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Because police officers are scared to do their job because they don't want to personally be sued for doing their job of serving and protecting. They don't want you to come after them. They don't, they want to, they, they can't fire their own gun. They're, I can't fire my fucking gun. I'm going to lose my job. I, for once, would love it if one of the leaders in our country would, would stand up and have a nutsack and, ha- and have a ball. Have a, yeah, have a ball. Have balls enough to say, to say exactly what it is. Tragic that a 15-year-old girl had to die. Say that, because it is. But then after that, you need to stick up for the police officer and you need to say, the guy had no other choice. What was he going to do? He had to, in a split second, decide. He had to, in a fucking split second, decide if he was going to save the other girl's life. He had to decide whether he was, what the fuck to do, and he had to do it like that. And you people judge them, and you shit on them. They're not going to come anymore. They're not going to want to. They're not going to want to serve and protect. It's going to be tough to hire police officers, because who's going to want to do that job? You want to, and the liberal mutants, the liberal media, what they want is they want to take away the weapons from the people and they want to take away the weapons from the police officers. They want to de-weaponize cops. And if you de-weaponize police, if you de-weaponize them, we're not going to be safe. We're not going to be protected in our own homes. You're already de-weaponized at home. So now, here in Massachusetts, if someone breaks into your house, you got to go into your safe. You got to tell the perp. You can say, hey, bro, chill. Hey, oh, hey, Mr. Mr. Thief. Mr. Guy who's coming in here to kill my family, can you hang on for a second? I have to go to my safe. Uh, oh, yeah, let me open up the combo. I open up my safe. I pull out the gun. Hey, bro, I got to take it out of the bag. I uh, Get the key, unzip the bag. Oh, dude, I got to put it together. Put the gun together. Well, I got to get the I gotta get the ammo. Boop, 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 boop. Bro, you could fire a musket faster. You could load and fire a musket before you could get your gun out. So now you're already dead there. Now, if you call the cops before you went to do that, you might say, all right, listen, the cops are going to be here. They're going to get him. But now the cops get here and and the cops, just, he shows up. He's got, wait, what, what has he got? A fucking, a glow stick? He's got coming. He's like, woo! He can't do anything. He's like, oh, I'm not going to shoot that guy. I don't, oh, best of luck. Best of luck. That's what's going to happen. Best of luck. You're going to call 911 and they're going to they're gonna pick up and they're going to say, we're going to send over a police officer with a whistle. I can't really whistle. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not downplaying the loss of a, of a 15-year-old. I don't know if something else could have been done. I'm not going to pretend to know. I'm not a police officer. I don't get put in life-threatening situations. All I can tell you this is if you watch the, the body cam video... 
The cop gets out of his car. It happens real quick. He gets out of his car. He gets over there. And as soon as he realizes this girl has a has a knife, she tried killing someone. She tried stabbing some other girl. The girl fell. She didn't get him. The guy pulls out his gun. She goes running. Knife out. Pulling it back. Ready to stab someone. And the cop had to make a decision. It's sad. It's unfortunate. It's... I can't imagine what it must be like to be her, her mom. But can you imagine what it's like to be the other girl's parent? She's probably, my God, my, my, my girl was going to get stabbed to death. She's probably, thank you, Mr. Police Officer. The police officer is probably a hero to the other family. The police officer is, is out, of, out of work right now. They took him out. He's under investigation. The mom's whose daughter is still alive probably wants to find this man and kiss him and thank him. Thank you for saving my child. Thank you. And it's all going to go away. We're going to lose that safety. You're not going to have the confidence you used to have in police officers coming to save you because you're going to take it away from them because in the media, here's, you know what? Here's a perfect example. You guys should read the book, Lone Survivor. Read that book or watch the movie. I read the book. Watch. I haven't even seen the movie. Go watch it. These guys had to, they made a decision. These soldiers, these, I don't know if they were, I forget if they, they were Navy SEALs. These Navy SEALs, they decided to let a, a kid, I think it was, I, I, if I can remember correctly, it was a kid with a goat or maybe a kid and a father. They were, they were in uh, Afghanistan or Iraq and they decided to let these people go back to their village because they were worried about what would happen back home if they didn't. Now get, Now understand this. It's a kid. And they knew by letting him go, he was going to tell everybody in the village where the fuck these people were. They knew it. They didn't know what to do. They let the kid go and it cost everybody's life except for one. But he almost died. He barely, Marcus Latrell, whatever his name is, he barely made it out alive. But the other three guys died because they couldn't. They didn't want to capture the kid. They didn't know what to do. They're like, fuck, if we send him back, he's going to say something. If he's not back in enough time, they'll know. But if they had taken him hostage and ran out, it probably would have given them enough time before anybody noticed that the kid was gone. But they didn't do it because they were worried about what was happened to them with the media back at home. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. There's going to be a news story about a kid or someone that gets killed and the cop and the police officers are going to do nothing. And they're going to say, I didn't know what to do. I second-guessed myself because I was worried about losing my job. I second-guessed myself because I was worried about my family getting, uh, you know, my, my house and shit getting people threatening my family. Because of something I might do to try to save someone else. They can't do their jobs and it's your fault. You can't, you have to sit back and you need to, listen, there are... For sure, cops that do bad things. There are bad cops, but 99% of police officers want to serve and protect you. They want to make sure that America's safe. They want to make sure you are safe, but you're taking the few bad eggs and you're making it difficult for them to do their job. You're taking away their ability to protect us. We're going to be unsafe. I'll say it again. I want my son and my daughter and my wife to be able to call the police officers and call the cops and have confidence that they will be protected and that the cop won't second guess himself because he's worried about losing his job, losing his pension, ruining his life, going to fucking prison, anything like that. We have to stop it. Stop. Stop. And cut the shit on the race crap. 
Not everybody in America is racist. Probably 99.9% of us have no problem with anything. Every, we think everybody's American. This wasn't a racial crime. It wasn't a hate crime. This was an officer that got out of his vehicle. He saw a, a woman or a teenager trying to stab someone. That, that person didn't get stabbed. She went to it. I mean, he witnessed an attempt of murder. And he had no other choice but to save the other girl. None. None whatsoever. And there are people out there saying, well, what information did he know? Should he have waited in his cruiser? No, the guy shouldn't have waited. If he had waited, the other girl's dead. Stop it. Fucking stop. Enough. Enough with this bullshit. This is real life. Real life. People are getting killed. And police officers, they're hand-tied. You're hand-tying the very people that will protect us. The very good people that will ensure our safety. You are hand-tying us. Cut the fucking shit. Enough is enough. All right. Listen, that's going to do it for Spazzing Out America's Podcast. Here's the payoff on the, on the caffeine. So, according uh, uh, to a new survey, the way they did it was they figured out what states drink the most coffee, what states um, drink the most soda, and what states Google caffeine or coffee the most. And you'll never believe it that the most caffeinated all shot up on caffeine is Vermont. Vermont. Of all places. I mean, I, I, didn't, I thought there were like 10 fucking people that lived in Vermont. But apparently... We all thought Vermont was laid back. I guess it's not. They're really caffeinated. I thought Massachusetts would be number I thought Massachusetts or New York would be number one. Here are your top ten. Hold on for a sec. My uh, feed just messed up. Here are the top ten states that are most caffeinated. Number one, Vermont. Arizona, number two. Colorado, New Mexico, Hawaii, Ohio, Rhode Island, Oregon, Kansas, and um, Iowa. Those are your most caffeinated states. Those people are sucking back the caffeine, drinking the soda. I thought Massachusetts would be number one. Everybody in Massachusetts. I mean, you can't even, bro, you can't even talk to me. First off, when I get up in the morning, don't even talk to me for like two hours. I got to wake up. When I go into the radio station, I got to wake up at like fucking two o'clock so that I get two hours where no one can talk to me. And then I got to do a five hour energy to wake my ass up. All right. Thank you so much. For listening to Spazzing Out America's podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's podcast, or you can get my podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Share the feed right now. Share it. Follow me. Follow me on Instagram. God bless and God bless America. Welcome, Welcome to Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world. Covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali.